Jobbers, in the words of uh, the Mike Johnson. Uh, welcome, welcome to the Taz Show. Uh, everybody who's listening live right now on the radio.com apps, maybe at tazshow.com, or maybe you're watching the show live on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Uh, welcome, welcome, one and all, you free lunch grabbing bastards. Yes, no one welcomes you to their show like that, but I do. Uh, what up there, kids? Um, looking forward to this episode here. Going to talk some NXT right out of the box. Well, that's not right out of the box. Going to talk a little bit of topic, which is a segue into NXT. Johnny Gargano, what's his story? What are they going to do with the Gargano and WWE? As we saw him wrestle last night in a great match on NXT. Uh, other stuff that needs to be talked about. But uh, first and foremost, uh, we had to welcome in... Um, the uh, well, the producer of the Taz Show, uh, the original p- producer and a guy that everyone loves, kinda. Uh, he is uh, Seth, uh, the KFJ. Seth, welcome to the Taz Show. Hey, great to be here, buddy. Good great morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. Well, that's great to see you. And uh, yes, thank you. It's so, the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yes, it's. I'm just. I'm. I. You know, I just got done doing Taz and the Moose, so I'm used to the typical cliche r- radio guy comments that are said. So. You know. Well, great to see you this morning, Taz. You know, it's a beautiful Thursday, you know, a little <laughs> rainy, but, you know, I got here. It's a little slippery, a little cold, but yeah. from yesterday, 70 down to 42. Hey, CBS Sports yeah. Radio, uh. give us a ring. <laughs> Man, I can't uh, breathe when I do that. Taz and the goose. Yeah. So uh, there it is. There it is. There's the seagull. There it goes. There it goes. Not today. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, welcome. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. So uh, what's going on in the news? Uh, I don't cover news. You know I don't do news here, people. You people know that. Let me let me back up because I, I said news and it shouldn't be news and I don't want to say news. Uh, so any uh, topics, Seth, that I need to jump into here that uh, you think I should say to the audience? Well, obviously, we're going to talk about NXT, but... I covered that. I mean, yes, but right. the the Johnny Gargano, also... Um, I covered that, too. Well, you know, I know you don't like to talk about... This one, too. What? Hello? Is yes. this on? Okay. Go. Uh, you know, this is news a couple days ago. News. I said news. I'm allowed to say news, You right? can say news. Okay. I can't. You can't yeah. say news. I'm the... I'm the okay. Um, pay-per-views are now going to be co-branded for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, that's As opposed interesting. to the four big shows, now it's going to be all the shows. We've seen this movie before. Right? I talked about this, I think, last episode. It's like, what, what are we doing? Not about this per se, but like the brand split. Look, you, you know, this is like, what, the second, third time in the, the history of brand split from WWE that you guys caved on the brand split? Stop. But does right? that mean they're caving? I think so. Once you start doing that, we, we got it a commentator on both. We got Corey Graves doing both shows. And we saw that for, it's been going on for months now. I'm just saying, like, it, there's a lot of things that, uh, like, ugh, is it really a brand split? You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like not even like a, a lot of gray. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just I, I, look. I have no problem. What were they doing? The big, um, the the big main pay per views were joint, correct? Four shows, yes. And yeah, now, so now, like Fast Lane's joint. Yep. No, yeah. no, 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 no. 
That's the last that's a one. Raw, that's a after, after WrestleMania. That. Okay. Yeah, for the rest of the year after WrestleMania. I like how you stop me. You're like, no, 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 no. Hold on, Taz. Well, Whoa. Dude, all the guys are on Twitter ready to say, no, no, like, that's no, not Taz, true. You're, you're wrong. You're wrong. Wrong. Yeah. You suck, Taz. <laughs> yeah, and I say to them, well, you are a nerd. Yeah, that's how that goes. So <laughs> I'm going to tweet you. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, a lot of times I make mistakes. Let's be honest. I make mistakes constantly. So, um, oh, uh, I saw something, too. You and I were communicating lightly before while I was doing this the serious sports radio and now serious radio show, Taz and Moose. Uh, you sent me something about uh, there's some news, some uh, rumors Goldberg. about Goldberg. Goldberg. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I think we, you and I talked about this uh, maybe, I think, off air. I don't think it was on the show about uh, Paul Heyman uh, maybe uh, putting in Goldberg in the Hall of Fame. And I was like, well, how does that make sense? And he said, well, you, you schooled me on it. You told me why it does make sense. Let me teach you something. Please. Let's keep that two shot up, guys. Okay. Mm. Two shot inside terms I'm using here. Um, Seth, yes, I know you're a, you're a frustrated talent. Uh, see that, you're making this about me now? I am. See that big <laughs> silver thing that's got like an eyeball looking at you? That's a camera. Do you see the camera? This one. Yeah. So look at the camera. Yes. And we're doing a split screen. Yeah. So you look at the camera and I look at the camera. See how this looks now? This, you know, we can't look I, at each other. I can't. I now, can't uh, see anything. Please stop talking. Look at the... Just, you understand what I mean now? Yeah. What are you stupid? Look mm-hmm. at the camera. I look at the camera. Split screen and... N- so I know you, you have to talk because you're a co-host now. All of a sudden, you think you are. Look at the camera. No one else in this company here is going to direct you and teach you how to do video and TV. I will. Okay? What is your question you have for me, sir? <laughs> <laughs> um, who's better than Grant's tomb? Uh, <laughs> no, Look at talking- me when I'm talking ah, to you! Look at me! No. <laughs> I'm, I'm no you were saying about Goldberg, Paul Heyman, and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, I, we I, were talking offline. You're right. We were talking offline last and, week. And you, 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 you ripped me and said you're an idiot, you're jobber, a loser, yeah, mark, so piece I, of crap. I, you sure I didn't say this on the air? Well, all that stuff I did, but like, did, did I? You sure? You might, I, didn't, I can't because it was like a couple Paul? weeks ago. I can't. I can't remember if it was okay, on there or not. I could have sworn I did, but maybe I didn't. Regardless, the thing is this: um, if Paul Heyman. And I, I think I said this on the show here, bro. But it don't matter. If Paul Heyman does induct Bill Goldberg into the Hall of Fame, it's because of, and I've mentioned this before, it's the, he, you know, Paul has helped Goldberg since he's back a whole bunch, uh, since he's been back all these times with his promo work and everything. And um, there's a trust and a friendship there with Goldberg and Paul. And Paul was a big part of all all the stuff that, uh, that Goldberg's done since he's back. I know it for a fact. So uh, the reason I brought it up is because I, I was perusing the internets. Oh, and um, I saw a quote from Mike Johnson, and, and he was basically baffled as to my Mike Johnson. Your Mike Johnson from okay, Mike Johnson. And Mike was baffled about. He basically said, "I don't. It doesn't make sense to him. Uh, the only thing they have in common is that they're both Jewish." Will you stop? He so, didn't say that. I, I got a quote from him. I, unless he was misquoted, he can tell us. Wait a minute. Hold, whoa, whoa. <laughs> He could tell us I mean, he was wait misquoted. A wait a second. Hold on a minute. There's quotation marks. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> you are telling me that Mike said that publicly? Yeah. I could read the quote to you. Oh, my God. This is horrible. 
I yeah, do you, I'm Jewish. I'm a little bit offended. No, like, you're not offended. It's not impossible to offend you. That's true. It's, it really is. No, yes. well, after after being with you for three and a half years, I got over it. <laughs> <laughs> I got crushed, and then I, I built myself back up from the ashes. Tamia Wu, Facebook Live, a uh, longtime fan of the Taz Show, under the bus. Yes, she's correct. You are throwing Mike under the bus. Under the bus. Hey. Jones, there you go. I'm just she's doing right. my job. A woman's intuition. She knows. <laughs> Wait, you'll, you'll appreciate this. What? Taz, I'm just here to help, man. <laughs> okay, I'm just on. here to help. Please, inside jokes, yes. please. Um, the word is that Paul Heyman will be inducting Goldberg into the Hall of Fame. This is a quote from Mike. I don't know how that makes any sense, but that's the story making the rounds. I guess they are both Jewish? I don't know. I don't get it. That's the quote. Thank you. Hi. Well, I, Mike, I, I respect you. <laughs> An outspoken wild man. That's not really. I'm don't mess with the Jews, Mike. Yeah, you can't. Uh, you know, you, you, that's you don't mess with people in general. Uh, you know, uh, uh, especially the chosen people. Good yeah. morning, Hebrews and Hebrews. Uh, all kidding aside, uh, uh, I'm just telling you, like the the relationship with Paul and and Bill Goldberg. I mean, he's like I said, he's helped Paul. I'm sorry, he's helped Bill a lot with his promo work and all that stuff. I I know this. I know this. And. I don't think I'm the only buddies. I think about a year or so ago, a couple other people were reporting about this. People that maybe know Paul or whatever. Um, so I'm not probably not the first person to say this. Uh, I don't, as you people know, I don't uh, read the dirt sheets as they call them. I just, uh, you know, I'm reading some of the Facebook comments. They're actually pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> these people are just brutal. It's funny. I got some funny people on Facebook. They're burying everybody. Not burying me. They love me, which is great. Of course. Just bury everybody else. I love it. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. We'll see. I mean, if if Bill Goldberg uh, is inducted by Paul, I think it'd be great. Uh, hopefully, they might have to extend the programming uh, to maybe like a five-hour show because Paul <laughs> will go on and on and on and on and on. Ladies and gentlemen. What do you say about a man uh, who did a spear? <laughs> what do you say about a man who did a jackhammer? 187 and 0. Let me explain what a jackhammer is. The jackhammer started in 1822 on a cornfield in Lincoln, Nebraska. Paul Heyman will text me with a big F you. So uh, there you go. He knows I'm busting balls. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool to see what happens there. Uh, NXT, though. And the other thing we segue jokes. Well, straight forge ahead, right? Yeah. Into, I need some sound yeah. effects or something. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I because I, I, I enjoyed NXT and I wanted to talk about it, but uh, I, is there something else I need to talk about? Is there a problem? I mean, is there is there a problem? I no, mean, I'm, I'm good. No, I'm just because I was going to go into the NXT. Is there another topic you want to you want to do another Q and A with me here? Is that what we're looking to do? Well, what do you think about Jewish wrestlers? <laughs> you know, do you feel like you know should there should be a Jewish wrestling Hall of Fame? You know, I mean. Should it be separate? Or? I'm going to kick your ass. All right, listen. So NXT, it looked like they were in center stage again in Atlanta, GA. And um, I think it was the last week of the three-week series of tapings. Okay, got it. What are you nuts? Wrong. So, okay, so they did a package in the beginning of the show, and I loved it. I loved it. It was Almas and, uh, and Selena, Selena Vega and with the Gargano stuff in the package. Um, I loved the package. The heavy part of the package, the front end of the package, the video package was, I, at first I forgot that they were doing the whole loser leave NXT, I mean Gargano if he loses has leave NXT, I forgot about that because I got sucked into this package which I really enjoyed um, on the uh, the character of uh, Amis along with Vega. Um, great stuff and, and they, told, they just they told a great job in the videography of the package in the short time they did it, this is just great TV work, guys. How 
what I got from it, in, in paraphrasing terms, I guess, uh, how Almas was kind of floundering in character. He was floundering. His character was floundering. <laughs> and then here comes uh, Vega and kind of injected this whole new life into his character. That's what I got from the front end of the video package, cold open, as we say in the biz. Um, that's what I got from it. And it was great. It was well done. The Gargano end was well done also. Um, but I really liked the front end. I, you know, and I, I've been putting him over for a while now, uh, Sian Amos. And initially, I wasn't a big fan. And then it like, clicked for him. I kind of felt the same way. And I talked about, about, about Elias. Initially, when I first saw Elias on NXT, I thought he sucked. And then it's just like, this guy, and I said this on the air here, this guy had the quickest turnaround in NXT, and then meaning Elias, and then he got to WWE and just, uh, to the main roster and just soared. Who wants so, to walk with Elias? It's kind of a same feel here with uh, with uh, Amos. Yes, Seth, yes, you, yes. You know what's cool about Amos is they, they kind of put that into the storyline. Look at the they, camera. Oh, I'm not talking to you. They put in the storyline when they brought his manager in. Uh, what was her name? Cien? Uh, like Selena? Yes. Kind of Celine Vega? Selena yes, Selena Vega. Vega. Yolanda yeah. Vega. She I worked like, with her in yeah. TNA. She's awesome. She's yes. a great girl. But they, yeah. they kind of built that in the storyline where she's the one who put his career on track. Like he was floundering and then she came into the picture. And it, it's kind of cool that they did it like that. Is, is there an echo in here? Hmm? Did I not just say that and you even used my word? You hacked my word? Which word? Repeat what you just said. The, said, whole, the whole thing. It, it built. It was into the storyline. They, they kind of made that into the storyline and how he, he turned it around. That's what I just, just said, bro. If you have something to say that's important, say it. Otherwise, I, I don't, don't be a parakeet or a cockatiel. Hmm? You're being a cockatiel. Whoa, whoa, you're, what? You're, no, what? You're being a cockatiel. Like they repeat, they talk like a parrot. All right. Yeah, don't. <laughs> James Torado, Facebook Live, uh, Zelina Taz. Her name is not Zelina Taz. It's Selena Vega. <laughs> Oh, boy. That's money right there. <laughs> Sean Curran, Facebook Live, Seth Parrott-Jones. Exactly. He just wants to talk and be heard, what? but he has no original content. That's the problem. Taz is the best. Taz is the best. Taz is the most. Six to nine Eastern. What? Love the Taz. You're always right. So I was in the middle of my monologue, my opening monologue here, and so I was on NXT. So the package was done well, and... um. I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a good job. Uh, another character I enjoy and I love very much, as you guys know, is Velveteen Dream. Uh, Velveteen Dream, uh, he is uh, on the money. He wrestled No Way Jose, right? So um, this was interesting. You know, Dream won the match. Uh, Velveteen Dream won the match with the Big Elbow, the Purple Rainmaker, as they call it, which is a cool uh, cool name for a finish, uh, Purple Rainmaker. It's like Purple Rain, you know, the late great prince type thing. But here's the thing. I've... I've Sung the praises of Velveteen Dream many times. Here's the thing with No Way Jose. As we see Velveteen Dream on the rise, we got to watch No Way Jose. He seems like he's not on the rise. And um, he's got to be careful at. So whatever, he's got to change some stuff up maybe. Maybe he's got to change his look a little bit, a teeny bit. Um, he's, he's, he's good in the ring. He's good in the ring. There, there were a couple spots during this match where there was a little bit of a hesitation by him, by, by Jose, a little bit. And that could be a miscommunication amongst – it's not just his fault. It takes two guys to tango out there. So 
Uh, is there a text or something that happened that came in, Seth? Because you're nodding your head, looking at your phone, and then you're making faces. What's Mike Johnson. The Mike Johnson. Does he have something to say? Is he, <laughs> he mad? He said um, uh, he was he was kind of taken out of context. He was joking around. And uh, uh, some guy, like, they don't report rumors at PW Insider? They don't. It's no. fact. Yeah, so it was a question from a fan, and then some, he was just misquoted. So Okay. You know, that could be because I, I was surprised. I'm going to apologize to Mike. You know, I apologize. Well, you should uh, yes. because you kind of buried him. Yeah. So you should actually send him a private note <clears throat> and uh, apologize to him. Yes. You should do that. I'm on it. Maybe you should leave the building to do that. Okay. Until uh, about 10, 15 a.m. Good. Right, okay. I'll, I'll send Crying Brian. See you later. Uh, so uh, Velveteen Dream, uh, no way, Jose, like I said. Jose needs to, I think, change some things up a little bit. Uh He's a, he's a big guy. He's I, I never met the kid, but he seems like he's he's definitely seems like a tall guy. He's a big thick dude. Um I think with the character, I, I think even if he would if he leaned out a little bit, um his work could be a little faster in the ring like physically. Uh he looks big and strong and thick. Like he looks like he could tear your head off, ain't no doubt about it. But um I I do think that with the character with all the dancing and and the uh, exuberance he brings out there, I do think that if he, you know, leaned out a little bit um, and his work, the pace of it could pick up a little bit because I could have sworn when he first came in, that's how he was. He, it seems like he's thinking a little bit in there. And I'm going to defend Jose because a lot of times you could be getting mixed messages from the office. This is the stuff people don't talk about because a lot of people just don't know and haven't lived it. I've lived it. So no matter, no matter how many years you have under your belt, um, you can get a little confused by them, uh, by the office, if they give you. I'm not. I'm not saying WWE did this. I'm just putting a qualifier on it that it could be that, that maybe Jose's getting mixed messages on how they want his in-ring work to be or his performance. That could happen. He seems a little bit different than he was when I first laid eyes on him when he first came in. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you agree with this? Disagree from a fan perspective, Seth? That you see him being the same guy? Honestly, just tell me what you think. I agree with you, and I think. Um he could be, you know, he. we've seen it with Almas, we saw it with Elias, and, you know, even guys who left and came back, like Drew McIntyre, that he has the, he's a big he's dude. He's a big dude. Uh, maybe well, Cody just, Green here. Yeah. Cody Green, Facebook Live, Cody Green, uh, he said, Jose is a monster, love that guy, refed his last indie match before his tryout. So hmm. Cody's a referee. So there you go. I mean, uh, Cody, uh, just send a message. Uh, he's got to be 6'3", 6'4". Tell me how tall he is. I'm curious. Oh, man, continue, Seth, what you're saying. I, I, maybe uh, maybe the No Way Jose thing, it was cool at first, but maybe it's, that's not the best thing for him. Say it again? Maybe the No Way, Way Jose, that character, maybe it's not the best thing for him. <laughs> oh, I have no problem with the character. The character I actually like only because um, when he first came in, he made a lot of noise with it, and it worked. I thought it worked, and he's entertaining, he's different, he's engaging with the audience. Um, <clears throat> it, the song is catchy. No Way Jose, people dig it. It's fun. It's a good time. It's it's pro wrestling. You should have a good time. And he brings a good time. No, I like the character. I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just your opinion. But I, I like him. Um, Cody Green, here's an update on the height. Cody Green, the referee, pushing 6'5", uh, legit. Wow. So he, he is – I knew you could tell he's a big man. Uh, thanks, Cody. Um, so you don't – you think he's changed the gimmick? Really? I um, I don't know. I, I liked it too at first, but I just feel like it's. I feel like it has a, a low ceiling to me. Like I don't. I don't feel like. I feel like if it was something more, maybe more serious or something different. I don't know what it is. Just because he's such a big, strong-looking guy. I okay. Like, I like to see him be mean. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what has to happen is an event for him to turn mean. Maybe he just goes into a, a losing streak or something. I. I. You know. 
maybe something needs to happen where the fun stops, the laughter dies. Correct. He yes. gets he gets real dark uh, and deep the character. But here's the thing with that. I think they need to push him more with the happy happy gimmick with the dancing and all that and the exuberance. I don't think he's at that. You want to turn a baby face to that dark side? One usually once he kind of hits that ceiling, uh, to use your word, um, of ultra baby face. And I think Jose has the potential to to hit that baby. That doesn't mean he's going to be the world champion, the NXT champion. But I'm just saying push him more with the happy, happy, more dancing. Do some video packaging on it. Run with it for a little while. And if you want to take, let's say, Triple H agrees with you, and you want to take the gimmick off of him, then let's get him over hot, hot, hot as the happy, happy baby face. And then... Turn him dark. I just don't think he's he's hot enough yet as a face to do that. And we saw this recently with uh, Adam Rose, if you remember. You know, he had the I whole remember, the bus and the bunnies and yeah, all that stuff. And, around. and they started beating up bunnies. And, and what happened? And he's gone. Yeah. Bye bye. So you got to be careful. Yes. Um, because when you turn when you turn the gimmick around, you change it all up. It could be catastrophic. And if if the people the people if the people don't bite, it don't work. And, and that's why I'm saying with Jose, if you're going to do that, you, you got to get him hotter as a baby face um, before you do that with him. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? So, so it's like it's – he's got the potential. And you want to turn him heel, big nasty guy, a uh, uh, good worker in the ring. I mean, he, he could be a nasty heel. I don't disagree with that. But I do also like the happy, happy gimmick. It works. I just think that if he's going to do that – It'd be easy for him physically if he was a little stealthier. He's a big guy. He's a tall guy. So he probably weighs, he's probably 270-ish, I would think. He's a big man. I don't think when he came in he was in that. He was a little bit leaner, I think. Well, remember you told me something about I'm your... not ripping the guy. I'm just, just giving <clears throat> I hear my you. perspective on him. You, you told me something um, when you came up that you, had, uh, you were doing the uh, Tasmaniac thing and you had your character, yeah. but then... When the when the bell rang, it was all business. Yes. So, I mean, can we see something like that with him, where he's doing the No Way's Day's dance and everything? When that bell rings, well, it, maybe maybe yeah, it turns it on a little I, bit. I think it's even a little in, nastier. Even in the early goings of him, he showed some of that. I always felt that <clears throat> the, the No Way. Now, I, I don't want to act like I'm an expert on his character. I didn't study the guy like Endo B. Oh my God, I love No Way Jose, but I watched him enough to to give it a strong opinions on him. I think uh, Seth that. Especially when he first came in, too. He was having a good time. He was intriguing, looking like, wow, who's this guy? Look what he's doing. And when the bell rang, I thought he got, he was always very physical. I didn't think he was, uh, I did that with the Tasmaniac because I looked like a cartoon character. I didn't want to look, you know, I might have looked at that time because those type of gimmicks were over. I looked like goofy ish, but when the bell rang, I was going to whoop somebody's ass. I mean, I had a, as a heel, you know, that's that, especially an undersized heel. Um, Jose is an oversized babyface, and that uh, I think was cognizant of the fact not to be too happy, happy. And his physicality, I thought, was very good. I thought so. You okay. know what I mean? Um, that, that's uh, my perspective on it. But, yeah, I just, I'd like to go into that match with Velveteen Dream thinking he had a chance to win, but I didn't think he had a chance to win. You mean, you know I mean? Uh, Jose? Right. Yeah. Well, because you know, and people know that uh, Dream's on the on the up. He's on the he's on the come up. You know, they're pushing him. You know, which they should. Um, he, he's he's got all the intangibles and the nuances to be a big star there. He's different than everybody. 
uh, and some must die for others to live, and that's the wrestling business, and that's just the way it goes. I mean, that those are facts. Yes. And you know, you got to you got to put guys over, and that's what we saw Jose do. It's not Jose. I I think he could have a great bright future, um, because he's he's good enough in the ring. He's a big dude. Um, I think push him more as a babyface, and then if you want to do what Seth is saying, turn him heel. Get him over a little bit more as a baby face. I don't think he's at that high enough point yet as a face. Um, Vanessa Bourne, uh, Nikki Cross had a match, and we saw Nikki Cross win the match. I don't think anyone was shocked that Nikki won the match. Uh, crazy, uh, energetic girl gimmick that she does. Uh, she's part of the gimmick there, uh, crazy people, with Eric Young and all. Um, Vanessa Bourne, I want to talk about Vanessa Bourne. Uh, this girl has it. <laughs> It. Vanessa Bourne has it. I promise. This girl jumps off of the screen. She jumps off of the screen. When she comes out, when she comes out her entrance, you have to watch her. Um, and I think the announcers did a good job on giving her backstory as a, a cheerleader. I think an NBA cheerleader, I believe, correct? I think that's what they said. They gave uh, her backstory. I believe it was. She's a former Suns dancer, and she's that's also the Suns is Phoenix a, yes. NBA, correct? Is yes. that the NBA? And I think so. I'm a sportscaster, sir. I know. I know oh, pardon me. Suns and Arizona Panthers. Cardinals. Uh, they're football. Yeah, she's a I cheerleader there as well. That. Of course, yeah. I know that. I was going to get into. It. She's yes. done every kind of cheerleading in the state of Arizona. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> okay, so I don't care where she's cheerleading and what state it's in, and if it's dry heat or not. <laughs> I'm just telling you. This young lady is a star, okay? So smoking, smoking. She is, she is tremendous. She's really, really good. Um, she did a lot of little things. I'm watching her face during a little bit of heat she had on uh, Nikki Cross. Her facial expressions, um, her eyes, her expressions on her mouth. Uh, it just, the money's here, right? I mean, I learned that years ago, and Vince used to preach that to us. You know, money's in that, in that little box of your face. The money's in that girl's face, man. She's different. She's different. I do think her work rate, She's. you can see she still needs some seasoning, but um, she's in the right place. I think with those people there in WWE, they will um, they will get her rolling and teach her. Uh, side note, uh, Facebook Live, uh, Carlo Balthamaluccio, mm. Seth, shut up. No one cares what you say. Interesting. Yes. Mm. Uh, there you go. Another fan of the KFJ. Okay. So... Thank you. Uh, they, <laughs> thank you. Yes. <laughs> Love you. Uh, yeah. That was cringe, Seth. Yeah. So, uh, but Vanessa Bourne, I do believe, is um, a talent that uh, if they use her right, and I hope they do for her, I hope they push her right and teach her right and groom her right because she uh, jumps off the screen. I promise you that. When she comes out, She's got that it factor. She does. She jumps off the screen. She really does. And we've seen, it's not, she's obviously a beautiful girl. It's not just that she's a pretty girl, but because we've seen a, a whole ton of beautiful ladies in, in WWE for, for decades. I mean, that's, 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 you know, that's obvious. She's a pretty girl, but it's not just that. That's not what I'm saying. She's, it's, it's hard to explain. It's just when you watch, when she came out, I wanted to watch. I wanted to see what she was going to do and how she was going to act. You know what I mean? I like her. And I've seen her before. Um, but uh, I thought she had a good outing, even though it was a deal where, you know, she lost the match and 
you know, the match was more or less long and short of it about Nikki Cross. I get it. I understand that. Um, uh, what you have one thing to say? I have to go to break here. No, I was gonna, I was gonna agree with you because I, I thought she stood out so much so that I actually looked her up and, and, and you know, I don't usually do that, but right, right. to see who she was trained by and everything because she, she did stand out. Who trained her? A Rikishi and Gangrel. Yeah, there you go. Before the performance, there you center. go. There you yeah. go. That 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 makes sense. Two good guys, great guys who know what the hell they're doing. So uh, so that doesn't shock me right there. So that's good stuff. All right. On that note, I'm going to break. I'll set a break. We'll get into talking about Gargano and Almas uh, at this uh, NXT main event gimmick. Was it good? Was it bad? Did they do it right? How's the announcing? Uh, I'll be right back. All right. I think I don't know if people get the joke. Be right back. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're back here. Taz Show. Uh, this little Thursday, 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 Thursday edition of the Taz Show. Yeah, we're going to get into uh, talk about the main event of uh, NXT last night. And if we have time, we'll get into a little Elimination Chamber prediction gimmick on a couple of the matches. We're not going to get crazy over here. Just relax. We're on Facebook Live right now, too, by the way. Listen to the podcast version. I appreciate it very much. You're doing that on iTunes or Spotify or Radio.com app or Taz Show. Tune in, whatever you're doing, I appreciate it. But support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends from Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Yeah, that's right. Chances are you're confident in whatever you do. Your work, your play, your social life, your home life, whatever the heck you're doing, you're probably confident. If you're not confident, you should be confident. I'm a motivator, you see what I'm saying? See, Rocket Mortgage, they give you that same level of confidence when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. So with Rocket Mortgage, you can apply simply and understand fully. So, which is most important here, you can mortgage confidently. So to get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAS. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. That's uh, Rocket Mortgage uh, by Quicken Loans. Yeah. So, anyways... So uh, we're back here, uh, rocking and rolling, uh, the whole thing here. So uh, we're talking a little bit uh, about the NXT. I covered the front end of it uh, on the first segment of the show here. And now uh, I'll chat it up a little bit with you here, talking about Gargano and uh, Almas. So, you know, simple story here. Um, Gargano wants another shot at Almas. Almas is like, uh, uh, I was, I, actually, Vega's the one who said, well, what's it going to take to get rid of you? What's it going to take to get rid of you? And... You know, and he's like, I want another shot, I want another shot. And, well, you know what? If you lose, then you're gone from NXT forever or something like that. And, you know, so uh, Gargano's in. He said, no problem. That's why this match happened. So they have this match, and it was an excellent match. Um, two guys that are both awesome. I mean, Johnny Wrestling. Hello? You got a name like Johnny Wrestling. You better be good. And Gargano is legit. And uh, we saw a bunch of stuff with him over time tag team stuff, the success that he and Ciampa had, or Ciampa, I should say, which we'll get to Ciampa in a second. But um, Gargano and Amos tore it down. I love the match. Um, <clears throat> nothing but love for everything in that match by these two guys. <laughs> a great way for Gargano to ride off into the sunset, wherever that sunset will be. It's probably 205 Live, I would assume, or somewhere on the main roster, um, I would think. But... Um, 
my only negative thing here, and I just I gotta say it, I, I've been trying to avoid it. You know, I usually watch NXT, and I don't. I usually have the volume off, or I keep it low. I I just uh, just uh, some of the announcing, I just. I just don't. I just don't want to come out here and knock it and be negative and 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 stuff. So I just. I'd rather just not hear it and just watch it. Uh, sometimes I watch NXT on my phone. Sometimes I'll watch it uh, from home. Sometimes I'll watch it on a laptop. Um, I could be in transit when I'm watching it. I could be stationary. I, you know. I mean. Uh, so sometimes, most of the times, I can have the audio off. But yesterday I was in a spot. I'm sorry. Last night I was in a spot where I had the audio on. I couldn't control it. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> so the main event, uh, in the main event, I should say, uh, in the finish, because we saw Champa interfere, and so I have two problems with this match. Uh, my only negative, I love the match, and it was great. And, and Gargano's had a great deal, a great, done a great job in NXT, and I'm a fan of Gargano, just like most of you guys, and I'm a fan of Amos, uh, just like most of you guys, and I'm a fan of Champa, just like you guys. Uh, but the one thing I'm not a fan of is the way the finish was booked, okay? Uh, the finish, uh, look, I don't have a problem with a finish that's been done like this a zillion times. The referee's down. He don't see the outside interference. This type of finish you could literally come up with in 10 seconds. Not just someone from the wrestling business, fans. Okay, a fan could come up with this finish. There's not a lot of thought that goes into the referee can't see the outside interference. That's been done in wrestling about 6.9 billion point eight trillion times. Yes. Okay, uh, that's true. Um, so, and that's a lot of high number uh, for something to be done. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Big. So, <clears throat> but I, I have a feeling you can read through my sarcasm, folks. Now, it's not even that I have a huge problem with such a simplistic finish uh, with the with concept of the referee down. That, that's not even my major problem with it. My major problem is it with it is it made no sense. The guy, Champa, hits Champa. I'm sorry, Champa hits Gargano with a crutch in his lower back. <clears throat> he sells the lower back, and then Gargano, I'm sorry, Almas hits, uh, I think it was a hammerlock DDT, which you land on your head while your arm is trapped, and he pins the man. Uh, and, you know, and, and Gargano is gone. Why are you hitting a guy? Why are they booking this? I'm not blaming the wrestlers. Why are they booking this to hit it? And it's a rhetorical question. I don't need any of you people to treat me to tell me the answers to these things because I know them. So I will answer rhetorical questions. And that seems very arrogant and sarcastic. But, hey, that's what I do. Sorry. So um, <clears throat> why are we hitting someone in the back and then you're booking it in a way that the guy hits a hammerlock DDT and the guy lands on his head, where you hit him in the back with a crutch, if you're going to protect Gargano in the finish, which I respect, I have no problem with, with a screw job, F job finish, but let's be logical. I understand you're not hitting guys in the head no more because of concussions and you, you're a publicly traded company and you're not going to do that. I got it. I got it. I got it. And I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I just don't. It's really simple booking. You hit a guy in the back with a crutch as hard as Champa hit Gargano, then let's have Almas hit a spot or a move, I don't care if it's finished or not, that has the man land on his back. <laughs> Just so it's an easier story <clears throat> uh, to tell 
for a packaging next week and while you're telling everybody that this guy's gone off to the sunset or going to the main roster, whatever he's doing, um, or for the announcers to tell the story. Now, the announcing, that in the end of this main event, that that's a whole nother story. That... They're speechless. The, the, the screaming. The, look, I can appreciate Morrow and any play-by-play guy or color commentator being indignant after the heel cheats to win or a heel involvement. I can appreciate that. I understand that. And that's how it should be done. And and, and I agree with that. But the, the, the screaming by the announcing... Seth Darren, just say it. Seth, Darren, go away. Go away. Don't tell me what to say, because now I'm not going to say it. I'm just going <laughs> to stare at the camera. I'm just going to stare at the camera. I'm not going to deal with the entitlement. I'm not going to deal with the Facebook Live thing. If something... One guy's going to ruin it for you everybody. You can kiss my ass. I don't care. I've been broadcasting since 6 a.m. I am <laughs> tired. I work nonstop. Kiss my ass, Seth Darren. Mm-mm. Change your name. Yeah. All Seths are annoying. <laughs> You're welcome, Seth. I just got you over, son. Uh, so here we go. Um Gerald Daw, Seth is awesome. We don't know what Seth he's talking about, but he's oh, saying something. He's saying it might be it. the other Seth. It might be you. We don't know what Seth. Oh, yeah, that guy was great. Yeah. <laughs> say it! Say it! <laughs> Just say it, Don! Say it already! I'm on Facebook. I can't wait any longer. What are you gonna say? <laughs> Morrow sucks. Yeah, we know he sucks. He doesn't suck. Oh, Jesus. So here's the thing. He's gotta chill. He's gotta chill, man. It's just over the top. The screen, the screen. He couldn't even. Morrow couldn't even say a sentence. Gee, many crickets. It was over the top, insane. And the other kid uh, is yelling with him. It's uh, and and and, uh, and um, Nigel was the only guy laying out, not saying nothing, just chilling because he's probably like, oh my god. Well, uh, Nigel can't raise his voice though either. I, I, thank God. Um, uh, you know, there's, there's no reason to scream to that level of indignant. It's just over the top, too much. It, it, it. You know what happens? Uh, frankly, you make it. This is, you make it about you. And the moment's not supposed to be about you. It's supposed to be about the guys in the ring and the guy who just lost the match. Now, I'm not saying, uh, and the guy who just won the match by having someone cheat from. I'm not saying Maro means to Maro means to make it about him. I am not saying that. I'm not even implying that. What I'm saying is that when you do that, that's the the, the biggest problem. And the other problem is, to some folks, it could be unlistenable. I mean, so it gets to the point where it's like, I don't want all of my attention to be on the announcer screaming on the top of his lungs that this man just came in and cheated to help his former best friend, uh, to hurt his former best friend, to help Amos. I, it, it was a dirty, scumbag move for the character that Champa is. But, oh, my God, it wasn't like he sat there with a chainsaw and chopped this guy's leg off. I mean, Jesus, he hit him with a crutch in the back. I mean, really. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Stop! 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 (sighs) You not think it was over the top, Seth? I'm kind of used to it. 
I like I, I, certain aspects. I know, like I like I like Morrow. You know, I, I do. I but. Shane Poliquest <laughs> over the top. That was a hell of a show. Shane, are you not listening to me, buddy? I didn't say it. I'm not. Ta- do you see what I mean? I get taken out of context. I put the show over, genius. I mean, what are you doing, bro? Can you turn off Facebook Live? I know, but we really, no, most people are awesome on here, but like, how am I saying it was a hell of a show? I know it was a hell of a show, but the call at the end wasn't good. He shouldn't be screaming. He should be pissed. He should be indignant. He did his job in that regard, but he, it was too much. It was over the top, Shane. I promise you. I promise you. I did this shit for years. I'm not knocking the NXT show. Damn it. Now I'm mad. And now I'm yelling. <laughs> Bastards. Hey. What? Um, we're assuming that Gargano's leaving NXT. Have there not been angles in the past where guys, like, they're going to leave, but then they don't leave? They could always change it. Like, he doesn't have to leave. He can come back in a mask. Ray Steele. He agrees with me. Seth, just see, this is where you overstay. You're welcome. Okay. I say Ray Steele. And you shut up. Oh. See, that, oh, you don't have to do that. Good. That was good right there. You said nothing. That's what we want to hear here. Ray Steele, I get what you're saying. You make perfect sense. See, I like when people agree with me. <laughs> Thanks for bringing him back down. Welcome to the tash show. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for bringing him back down, Ray. He's about to blow a gasket. Oh, I don't mind Shane saying what he's saying, but uh, uh, well, Shane came back with Pal- Shane Palaquest. The movie Over the Top, that was a hell of a show. Don't get hot about it. Shane, I was born hot, so that's what happens. I saw over the top, and there was no screaming in that either. Okay, so I just feel like the screaming was too much. It was over. It was over the top, and uh, it, it, I just—it just doesn't have to be. And you know, while I'm on the announcing thing, see, that's why. I, I, oh boy. I, okay, let's let's. You said you enjoy Mao's commentary, correct? Is that what you said? You know, I, I also watch him on boxing and everything. I just, you know, I, I like his energy and exuberance. But I can, I can understand your point where it can go too far. It's not just my point, bro. I'm not the only guy saying I'm not, I'm not saying you're the only one. People that, that he works for that say it. So trust me on that. Um, look, I've heard him call boxing. I've heard him call MMA. I think he does a better job with that. I think he's more in his zone. He's more relaxed when he does that, I believe. There are a lot of things that Mauro does on the air in wrestling that are excellent. He's prepared. Um, he's passionate. Uh, he talks to the talent. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he does. He does all those things. He does his job. He does. But um, I think in just my opinion, I'm entitled to it. So, I mean, if this pisses him off or anybody else, so be it. That's just my viewpoint. If you don't like it, then don't ever listen or watch or download my show ever again. I have no problem with that. Um, you can download it still, though. You don't have to listen to it. <laughs> just download it. <laughs> no, but, like, I think coming back from break and stuff like that, when you got to be careful saying things that can make it about you. You know, we saw William Regal make an announcement last night that the Dusty Rhodes uh, uh, tournament is coming back, which is awesome. Good job at NXT. And then right away, and it was done in a voiceover, you could tell. You hear Mauro, Mamma Mia! You know, like, come on, bro. You know, I mean, it's like, I mean, with JR, when they come back from news like that, it's, well, that's a slobberknocker, King! He wouldn't do that. Really. You don't, you don't have to do that. 
You don't. You don't. You know, you you have to react excitingly because it's big news that William Regal just dropped about about the Dusty tournament. Yes, you have to react and be excited. I get it. I know it. I've done it. You don't have to scream, "Mamma Mia!" Coming back from breaks, there's so many little things like. He's got the, I don't know what they're called, but they, they, I, there's got to be a, like these rhymes, these limericks. I don't know what they are. Like these like anecdotes. I don't know what the, do you hear this? They, oh, he does a lot of pop culture references and things like that. It's like just I, yeah. a, little, a little much over the top. Do you see a difference? Me, I, I'm, I'm right, not allowed yeah. to give my opinion here because no. the, the, then fans get upset. Just stick to wrestling. Exactly. exactly. Hey, can we go, can we go back to Gargano for a second? You mentioned 205 Live as a possible destination. Obviously, he, he's someone that would fit there from the size and everything. But don't you think if, if they were going to do that, the timing is off because they maybe they would have got him in that tournament you know, and, and set him up that way? Because now it's kind of like he's on the outside looking in. If I feel like he's going to go to SmackDown or Raw. Hold sure. on. Yes. Well, because I want to bring up a point. Someone makes a point I want to address on Facebook. I'm, I'm not blowing you off, but uh, we're running into fifth quarter here, which is really not fifth, but it's like third or something. John Mensner, more over the top, Mauro or Joey Styles? Well, to answer in one word, Mauro is more over the top. Joey Styles, we realize you're saying that, <clears throat> is um, obviously because of Joey and and people who know Joey from his Oh My Gods. Oh my God! Oh my God! That's a little over the top, but <laughs> but Joey, that was his gimmick. And he didn't abuse it. I, that's and now Joey's not only my personal friend, but uh, he got me over, you know, as an announcer when I was in my prime at ECW. So it's tough for me to say anything negative about Joe, and I've worked him as a broadcaster too. So uh, I, I don't. know. I would love to hear what you say, Shane. Oh, uh, Shane, uh, it's not Shane. You're Seth. Uh, Seth, how are you? Welcome yeah, to the hey, Cash Show. Thank you for having me, uh, Shane. Seth, uh, I'd love to get your opinion as a fan uh, with this person. Be honest. With, and with I was this a fan of EC- Menster, John Menster. Well, I was a fan of ECW too, and actually, which is obvious. This is obviously Dave Meltzer with an alias name. That's what this is. It's John Menster, which is actually Dave Meltzer with an alias. I don't know who that is. Um, I I was a huge fan of ECW, and I was there, and I just recently watched like a Best of ECW YouTube. I was messing around YouTube, and I saw this clip, and I clipped on it. One more word, and I'm hanging up on you. And I I forgot how violent and crazy. I knew it was violent and crazy, but the 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 uh, hits on the concrete floor and the the violence and the blood. Joey was re. I would react the same way as Joey. He yeah. was reacting to his scene because. You can't believe what you were seeing. If you guys yes. are not familiar with ECW, go back. Good point. And your watch is like, oh my god, I can't believe he just smashed his face in. Yes. And like he jumped off a five-story balcony yes. through yes. nine tables. It's yes. crazy stuff. Yes. And I and good point. And I, but I see what this person John is saying. I understand that. I mean, I, I can see he's asked me a legitimate question, and some might disagree with me. I don't know. I, I I think Joey, to your point, Seth. He was calling stuff that when he was doing Oh My God, it was really Oh My God moments. He didn't just spit that out all the time for no reason. Um, <clears throat> and he wasn't doing little limericks either. So I don't know what that is. But uh, Jeremy Reeves, I miss the lumberjack. Well, guess what, Jeremy? Wow. He doesn't miss you. <laughs> so uh, so that's the deal. Uh, and that was like, okay, two years ago once they put show producer back. Okay, please, sir. Um, so, uh, you know. This is what happens. They called out the captain too on there. Yeah, uh, actually, it wasn't two years ago. I thought he said the captain. Oh. He said both. Yeah. Buy a hat. 
Anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, you, actually, you were saying this. I'm sorry. I, I, I phased out. You were saying something about uh, about Gargano. You make a statement. Yes. What do you, uh, I feel like he, 205 Live, the, the, the timing would be bad based on the fact. I mean, obviously, you can bring him in anytime. You can bring him in after WrestleMania if they want. Give him a rest or maybe he's, maybe he's injured or healing. I don't know. Right. But. I feel like, you know, I thought about this myself and I did see, I don't want to say I'm hacking because I did see, I was also saw someone else talk about this. I feel like he has a, and you see it from the crowd, he has a Daniel Bryan thing about him where, you know, they even do the yes chant. Gargano. Yeah, in in a sense that he has that undersized underdog kind of thing going on that I think could play well on the the, uh, Raw or SmackDown. Because he's, he's, like you said, his his talent in the ring is, he's great to watch. And, and he just has that thing about him, you know, that yeah. people would gravitate toward. Well, I, I don't argue with anything you just said. Um, my thing with the 205 thing, a guy like Gargano is an example that I've mentioned, Austin Aries several times with this too, and well, Neville was in that spot. I mean, the thing is with that 205, 205 Live, I'd love to say WWE's got to be careful of not booking themselves in the corner with it, but they have um, because it pigeonholes talent that they're just relegated to that, and that's the problem. So... For Johnny Gargano, hopefully for him, he doesn't end up in 205 Live. Uh, maybe they go the route you said. I think you make a good point, you know, with, with that underdog feel. Um, he's not a huge guy, but I don't think he's a tiny guy in this day and age of wrestling. You know, guys are a lot more leaner built, athletic built. Look at a guy like Finn Balor, uh, who's on the, on the main roster, and, and Finn's not a huge guy, but, but he gets it done. He's believable enough and all that jazz. He's a great talent. On the other oh. side of that, you've mentioned made the point that the guys that don't have this, as much thickness could be more prone to injuries, too. Well, this is true, yeah. especially when you work with bigger guys. Um, so like me, I was never a tall guy, all of maybe 5'8 and a half to 5'9 if I was lucky on a good day. But I was 250. So, I mean, that's why I would laugh. Someone oh, you're a little guy. If someone would say that, like, oh, it's on social media, you get that. Not always, but I used to. Uh, yeah, I remember maybe if you consider, you know, Five eight, five nine, not big in the land of giants. I agree with that. Two fifty. I knew guys that made a lot of money that were six two in the business that weren't two fifty. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, but to your point, if it's guys that are one eighty, one ninety, which Gargano probably weighs one eighty five, I would think something like that, one ninety maybe. Um, Finn too, but they're in great shape and. Their bodies are battle-tested. They know what they're doing. And, yeah, well, it's a work, Taz. It's a, I know it's a work, but still it gets physical where if you're in there with a guy that is big and, and works physical, it, you know, sometimes you can get injured without even the guy trying to injure you. It could happen. It just, it just, it's just physics. I'm not saying that will happen to Gargano. I'm not, I'm not even implying that. I'm just, just for conversation just saying. But, you know, I'd like to see him not in 205. I got a feeling that's what they're going to do and put him in 205. Um, I disagree. You, I don't, think, you don't think so? No, I just I think he's built him up. They built him up so much. And he's built himself up. And NXT to the point, I think he's transcended. I think he's going to bypass 205 live. Okay. You know? I hope you're right. I don't think they're going to. But if you're right, I'll come out here and say you're right. And then I will fire you. Cool. Um, so that's well, a guy like Roderick happen. Strong is on 205 Live, and while he was great in NXT too, I don't think he was at the level with the uh, the fans that that uh, Gargano was right when, when he was right, leaving. Right, 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 right. Well, we'll see. It should be interesting. Um, you know what they do with him. The thing is, when you're Gargano or talent like him, you can wrestle. So if you can wrestle and you're talented in the ring, it 
at the end of the day, you're confident in what you can do, and that's all that matters because you know you can go when the ding, ding, ding happens, and that's what it's all about. Um, real quick, uh, why don't I hit a couple of these elimination chambers? By the way, tomorrow you'll get a throwback snack. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Uh, it's a tag team match. That's all I'll tell you. How about that? I think it's the first time we've done a tag team, I believe. Yeah. I think so, right? I, I think so. I believe you're correct. You are I'm correct, a, sir. You are welcome. Yes. You are welcome. Uh, Seth, where do you want me to go here with the Elimination Chambers? Produce something. What do you want me to do? I, do I have to go through all these matches here? There's five matches. <laughs> Someone put that on Facebook. At Taz, there's only five. Uh, there are only five matches. Uh, I can handle that. <laughs> I'm <laughs> only doing two. No, okay. it's only two. Well, well one. Test one, two. Let's, let's start with the main event. We got um, Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus John Cena versus Elias versus The Miz versus Braun Strowman versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Winner goes against Brock WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Look, I think they've built a lot of intrigue um, with the Chamber. Uh, we talked about it on Monday Night Raw. I thought it was excellent. Great, great sell job into about two hours of great wrestling, uh, which was great promotion for the Elimination Chamber. So who faces Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34 uh, and wins this thing here? I'll tell you who I... Don't think it's going to be. I don't think it'll be John Cena. I don't think it'll be Elias. Who wants to walk with Elias? I don't. I just don't think it'll be Elias. Um, it, you know, I, I don't think it'll be The Miz, even though I'd love to see it be The Miz, but I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just spitting out uh, concepts here. The Braun Strowman is the obvious one. I think a lot of people think that Roman Reigns will win. Uh, just because you know he got eliminated in the first round, I think it was right against uh, Seth Rollins in, in, on Monday in the Correct. first match, I should say. Um, so okay, so everybody's thinking, ah, you know what, Roman Reigns just you know, so he got pins. That means now they got to return the favor because they always put him over, and he's got to win uh, on Sunday at the Elimination Chamber. You know, I I don't know, I, I don't know. I mean, I would I would think the two. I don't think Finn's winning either. I don't. It'd be great, you know. I was thinking. I don't. I agree with you so far. Everything you said, but it would be great if, if Finn won. Uh, you know, we want the David versus Goliath thing instead of Goliath well, because, versus Goliath. And, and there's, there's a slim chance maybe he does win. And now you got me. You just clicked my brain. Uh, maybe, maybe just a slim maybe. Finn wins because, and I know Michael Cole's been saying it when he comes out. He's the first ever Universal Champion. But I've listened. I've worked with Cole for a lot of years, as you guys know, and I listened to his inflection lately. When he mentions uh, how he mentions it about Finn, he's punching it pretty good, verbally punching it. Um, maybe they go that route where he's going to face Brock and pull off, like you said, the David versus Goliath. Uh, speaking of Goliath, uh, it's you know probably Braun. I mean, Braun, that's who I think is going to win just because they've been pushing the, the, the to highest level of this guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Give us something that we don't expect. We I expect know. either Braun or Roman. and you know. You're right. Well, that's, you're exactly right. And that's the problem because you do expect either of those guys. And that's the problem. Not Now, it used to be just expect, oh, well, John Cena's going to win that. Oh, you know what? Roman will win that. Now, you know, now it's not just one guy you think is going to win. It's two guys that are probably going to, one of them is going to win. You they know said what I mean? Roman Reigns for a year, they've been saying. It's going to yeah. be a rematch, rematch, rematch. The Finn Balor win would be like, People would be shocked and would love it. It'd be such a great buildup, too, right? He's no chance. He can't win. There's no way. You right, know. right, right. It, it right, would be right. cool. Yeah. But, uh, you know, as a, as a fan and someone's been watching such a long time, 
I love it when I, I'm surprised. I love it when I don't see yeah. something coming. Yeah. And elimination, like they did this with Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt yeah. beat Cena and Orton in the Elimination Chamber to be the world champion a year ago. So that was great because no one saw that coming. So, you know, we like that. And the Elimination Chamber is a perfect place to do that because, right. you know, with everything going on. Look at Seth loves Uh-oh. this. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth loves this right now. He's, he, he's playing co-host. Look, he can't stop. He, he has to talk. He can't help himself. He loves this right now. Like, he is such a mock, ladies and gentlemen. He loves that. He got to have, like, a real commentary moment. And, like, he's not even looking at the audio levels, doing his job as a producer. He's worried about two things, the mic and the camera, because he's a freaking mock. Yes. This is the problem. Anyway, uh, Raw's women champion. Uh, talk to me about this here. What do we got? I, I, can, I look, can I look at the thing? <laughs> uh, the first ever women's elimination chamber I'm match. I'm letting you set it up, cool. sir. I'm letting you yes. get involved. Alexa Bliss defending against Bailey, Sasha Banks, Mickey James, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'll be interesting to see. And you mentioned this too. You said you're a little, you're a little nervous. I guess maybe that's not the right word. That you know, these it's it's a brutal, brutal <laughs> it is. match, it's, and people don't realize how nasty it is in no, there. No, I've been. I never, like I said before, I'd never wrestled in one of these these chamber matches, but I've been in these chambers pre-show and announced ringside real close to these things. They hang like right by the announce desk ringside. Yo, I can't begin to tell you the the heavy, the thickness in the metal. I don't know the actual term for it, like what it's made of, but. Like, I mean, uh, the gauge, whatever they call it. But, yo, I'm telling you, as a dude hitting that thing, it seems like it hurts like a son of a bitch and it's thick. You know, these women are tough girls and they're pro athletes, and I get it and I respect them as athletes and the wrestlers. But, you know, they still have a different physical structure than than men. That's just the way the difference between men and women usually, you know. So I, I am a little concerned on that. Hopefully they're, they're careful and they're smart with how they utilize or don't utilize the steel. I'd love to see Sonya Deville uh, win this thing. Um, yeah? I, yeah. It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. I'm a fan of hers. Um, you could, it's That would just be a shock and all moment, I think. Um, I'd do something shocking here. I don't think they're going to. Like, I'm just saying, I'd like to, I'm a, I like her. I, I, I'm a fan of hers. I like, I'd like to see her win. I'm not, I don't think she's going to win. I'd like to see her win. Who do you think's going to win? Uh, I, um, I think that... Uh, you have Alexa, either she leaves with it, you know, and that's typical booking, or, um, you know, it's not Mickey. Let's just say it's not Sonya. It's not Mandy Rose. Uh, Mandy's not as good in the ring as Sonya. If they're not going to put it on Sonya, they're not going to put it on Mandy. Bailey, Bailey uh, Sasha. I mean, if I had a pick, I'd put it on Sasha. You know, if I had to pick, or keep it on Alexa. So I'm not really giving you, I'm kind of on the fence with it. Well, what about, there is, and this is a crazy idea, but, you know, Ronda Rousey will be in the building. You know, and they, this is WrestleMania, right? We don't, right. don't want to do the same matches we've seen on Raw. Alexa Bliss and Asuka, you know, we want to see something. What if Ronda Rousey says, all right, I'm going to sign this contract, but I need to be in the Elimination Chamber tonight. Well. You know, I, I'm just throwing something out there. Be careful. No, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're going to give away her... Uh, there, like that. Well, she's not going to go against Charlotte because no, Charlotte's SmackDown. Right? No, I know. I'm thinking about WrestleMania. Yeah, no, I know what you're thinking, but I, I just don't know if they're going to do that Elimination Chamber with her. Um, if they did, I, I think that'd be cool. Uh, it'd be good booking. <clears throat> if they put her in it, she's got to win. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, no. I mean, well, because you need that WrestleMania. You know, yeah, Ronda no, and Oscar. Well, kidding? she has to win. Yeah, yeah, she just has to win if she's going to be in the Elimination Chamber. 
I'm just looking at the names that we have on paper here. Uh, so just putting aside that potential booking. And also, you know, as again, you know, I do my research and look at all the stupid stuff right. online. The, the big rumor also is uh, Ronda and The Rock versus Triple H and Stephanie. They're talking about that. Right. That's thrown out there. I don't know how much um, how much uh, that I actually. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, who do you think is going to win? I think Alexa is going to win. She's I just don't retain. See, yeah, yeah, I just don't see any reason okay. for anybody else to Oscar, win. Oscar, Nia, Jax. Uh, so if Jax wins, uh, she would uh, she would join Oscar at WrestleMania 34. Okay. I think it makes a lot of sense for Nia to win that match. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but again, maybe you want Oscar going to WrestleMania undefeated too. So you can see it either way, dude. I, I'm, I'm. It's tough for me to give an opinion on on, on that only because on the Nia, on the uh, Oscar thing because. Uh, I really thought when she first came to the main roster, she should have lost. I I, I told everybody that. <laughs> I remember. I, just, I went on and on and on about it. I just really thought that. Uh, now they again booking themselves in the corner. They 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 have this girl still undefeated, and there's really no reason for her to be undefeated. I just don't think if anyone's going to beat it, it, should be Nia Jax. You know, I mean, it just just from a size perspective and all that. Um, but now, you, like to, you like to point out like she's been beating Asuka up. So right. we, we usually it goes the other way, right? That's usually what happens. Yeah. That's the typical predictable booking. So, you know, um, I think Nia wins this thing. Uh, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, uh, I, I think you got to have Matt win that match, and I think he will. I feel bad because we were big fans of Broken Matt Hardy. And everything. I, I don't even care anymore. They, yeah, they ruined it. They had a chance to. They really had a chance to do something cool with him. And they didn't. They they're letting them do the gimmick. They made it kind of a joke. They, yeah, it's just because. Yeah, yeah, just I don't know. I'm I think sorry. he'll win, though. I do think he'll win. The Ball versus Titus uh, for the tag team. Ti- what do we got here? Titus right? Worldwide. Titus Worldwide. Yeah, I'm reading it the wrong way. So it was Typo Jones. Ti- yeah, I think the Ball. Uh, uh, I think the Ball wins the match. I don't know. I think they do. I think you gotta. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, they're, I think to, they do. they're already made as a team, right? I mean, the yeah. Bar is already a, a legit team, and maybe they're trying to, you know. Get another team to be in that level. Could be. Yeah. I see a thing about WrestleMania too. I don't know what the big tag match would be. Yeah. You know. We'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. All right. I, I think no it's gonna be. Cares. I think it's gonna be good. Elimination right. Chamber. You give me a yeah. headache. So. All right. You're talking too much. You just. Uh, really, you're getting on my nerves. I mean, I'm just letting you know that. The good news is it's Thursday. You don't have to see me until Tuesday. Skip Smith, which is a great name on <laughs> Facebook Live. He just became my favorite guy on Facebook Live. <laughs> and basically all he said is terrible match. I have no idea what he's talking about, but it's funny. <laughs> I don't even know what he means, but I agree. <laughs> uh, Smith, S- Skip Smith, uh, S.S. Jones, yes. uh, I agree. Uh, he just said terrible match. Uh, I don't even know what he's talking about, but it's funny. The name is awesome, and that's it. He's my, my new friend. Uh, Skip Smith. A great name. Um, and in closing, Carlo Bafomucho said, Seth, shut up. Again, he's still not done. This guy loves you. Uh, so there you go. Um, so that's the deal. Tomorrow, uh, throwback snack, uh, tag team Jones. We're going to go back in time uh, to the 80s ish. Mm. Yeah. I'm not telling you any more than that, kids. I want to think <laughs> more of a way out to do a surprise element with these things. I got to. You know what I mean? I, seriously, I want to. I want to think of a better way to surprise people with that. But they're going to read it in the description, right? Yes. Or what about um? You can do a, a poll or a vote. Put some. You know. I don't do polls. Votes. A vote. Do don't you don't. Do polls. No. 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 All right. All right on that note, uh, appreciate everybody joining the show here on Facebook Live. Thank you. Share the show. Go share the show. Freaking freeloaders, do something good for once for me. Help me. Go buy a shirt. Buy a hat. Don't do it. Over at Pro Wrestling Tees, search Taz and buy a shirt. 
right, throwback snack will be tomorrow. Uh, so I won't talk to you live. That'll be a podcast dropping uh, after midnight, I believe. Right, Seth? Yes. Thank you. All right, look, uh, for everybody here at the Taz Show, we thank you very much. And I uh, hope you guys have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. When I was only worried about my top friends, now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Because we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping now.